0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Whole Health Empowerment Project Podcast. I'm your host, Trisha, registered dietitian, nutrition coach. This podcast is for busy women like you with a desire for achieving better whole health balance. In this podcast, you'll learn practical tips to get you started, motivation to keep you inspired, and guest interviews that will empower you to take action. Come join me in Failing Forward one tiny step at a time into the journey of health, wellness, and self-care. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm so happy to have you here today. In doing research for previous episodes, I came across some statistics and information about alcohol use among women. So, I figured that in today's episode, we can talk about the sensitive subject of alcohol intake, the differences between women and men's bodies, and how alcohol is metabolized, what is considered moderate intake of alcohol, the benefits and risk of consuming alcohol, and ways to decrease overall consumption if you feel like your intake is, is more than you want it to be. Why alcohol? Is I thought it as a topic that we could talk about is that it's in my life, it's always kind of been a touchy subject growing up. My parents didn't really drink alcohol beyond just like the basic parties and social gatherings that they went to. We really, in my family didn't really have a lot of alcohol exposure to alcohol in our home at all. When I went to high school and then college, I began to have my own journey and more of an introduction with drinking alcohol in social settings among friends. Um, And just, I think it's just part of that, like, you know, what you're doing when you're in college, at least it was for me. Alcohol at that time was like really fun. And I was like emboldened when I would um, consume alcohol. And then I think in my life, I've had seasons where I didn't drink at all. And then other times when I think I was drinking more than what I thought was good for me and my body. But crazily enough, it seems like in my thirties, I was not yet married and I wasn't yet a parent. So in my thirties, like I guess from 30 to 40 is when I found myself consuming more alcohol than I had ever before. Because at that point, my social circles and my social circle, and just my whole life was centered around Socializing and going out after work and doing things and that always seemed to have alcohol as the center of it. At that time, I had this feeling that maybe my intake was a little bit more than it should have been. And I would Google things like how many drinks per week is too much? Or I would be like counting at the beginning of the week, like, okay, I can have this many drinks this week. And then I would try to hold myself accountable to that. But also my mentality towards drinking was, was at that time still like pretty fun and social. However, during that time, I also had someone close in my life that was admitted to rehab for alcohol addiction. And that caused so much like destruction and devastation in my life that it forever changed the way that I thought about alcohol and led me to seek and create more of a balance and moderation when I consume alcohol in my own life. I think one of the things that I would say when I was drinking would always be like, oh, alcohol has all these health benefits. So I figured why not explore that? Let's kind of explore and see if that was true. In doing the research, what I found was that alcohol in women seems to be rising the intake. So this episode, I mean, this whole podcast is going to be focused towards women. So you will see that we'll just talk about in women what alcohol use looks like. So what I've seen so far, like, so mainly what I found was that alcohol abuse is rising in women and the benefits seen only occur when alcohol is consumed in moderation. So as you drink and drink more and more that whatever was seen as the benefit of alcohol seems to be decreased. So let's kind of dive into the topic of women and alcohol use. Alcohol is metabolized differently in women and men due to the differences in body composition and chemical makeup. So in general, women's bodies are made up of less water than men. Women have more fat, and we have this fat for childbearing purposes. And therefore, we are made up of less fat. Men, on the other hand, tend to have more lean tissue, which has more water. So the water here is the big thing. The more water a person has, the more freely the alcohol can move around and circulate and be distributed. So again, typically a man is going to have more water in his body because he has more lean body mass. A woman will tend to have more fat and less water because that's just how we're made up so that we can produce babies essentially. So the more fat that you have, us women, means that alcohol gets trapped and confined in the space of where the fat is. And this causes the alcohol to remain in that space and process the alcohol at a much slower rate than a man. So if a man and a woman and a woman drink the same, if a man and a woman who weigh the same, drink the same amount of alcohol, like we just talked about, the woman will absorb more alcohol, have a higher blood alcohol content, and the alcohol effects will occur quicker and last longer. In addition, Women have fewer enzymes that help metabolize and break down the alcohol in the body. What are the recommendations for women and how much is too much to drink? The 2015-2020 U.S. Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommend that if alcohol is consumed, it should be consumed in moderation. So let's talk a little bit about what is moderation and how much is too much alcohol. Moderate drinking is defined as one drink, Per day for women, and two drinks per day for men. Heavy drinking is described as eight drinks or more or more per week for women, and binge drinking is four or more drinks on a single occasion within two hours. So, what is one drink? What does it mean? And what what counts as a serving size? So for a beer, it tends to be just like your regular 12 ounces of a 5% alcohol consumption beer for a malt liquor, eight ounces for a glass of wine, a 12% glass of wine, five ounces and for distilled spirits, like for distilled spirits or liquor like vodka or rum or gin, that is an 80 proof 1.5 ounces. That's all this, that's what consists of a serving size. So what is the benefit and harm of consuming alcohol? The benefit is, like we talked about earlier, is an, a decrease in heart disease. But this benefit is seen only with moderate alcohol intake, which is one drink per day. So that's where the real benefit is. If you're going to drink to reduce your risk of heart disease, it's not over consuming. A lot of alcohol, it's really just having a moderate intake, one drink per day. The harm of drinking too much alcohol can be seen with both like short and long term consequences. The harm of alcohol consumption can be seen with both short and long term consequences when drinking too much on a single occasion or if you're drinking too much over time. So, some of the short term consequences of drinking, drinking a little bit too much are going to be things that I'm sure we've all experienced. Slurred speech, memory impairment, an increased risk of depression. Maybe you have an increase in risky or harmful behavior, such as driving your car when you know you're not supposed to because you, you've been drinking, or maybe walking home from a party or putting yourself in a situation where you could potentially be harmed. The long-term consequence of, of alcohol abuse is heart disease, alcoholic hepatitis and cirrhosis of the liver. So cirrhosis of the liver is scarring of the liver and the liver then is like unable to regenerate and form new cells. And remember that alcohol is metabolized in the liver. So the alcohol is less able to, to be metabolized because if the liver isn't functioning properly, you can get pancreatitis. There seems to be a strong association between and an increased risk of certain kinds of cancers Related to how alcohol use. These cancers include head and neck cancer, esophageal cancer, liver cancer, breast cancer, and colorectal cancer. Alcohol intake, overconsumption, or over the long term can increase your risk of getting sick with less immunity. And another one when it comes to nutrition-related um, long-term consequences, weight gain, weight gain. Contrary to the myth that Some kinds of liquors don't have calories, that's not true. All liquor has calories. Most alcohol in a serving size will have about like 100 calories per serving, but certainly you're going to have more calories in if you're mixing your drinks with like juice or regular soda. And then tropical sugary drinks such as like a daiquiri or pina colada also tends to have more calories. In the show notes above, you're going to see there is a link for a link that says rethinking drinking. And there's actually like an alcohol calorie calculator that I'll I'll put in the show notes that you can refer to as well. So the above consequences that we talked about for the long-term consequences of alcohol abuse are for both men and women, but women are noted to be at an increased risk for heart disease at an increased risk for alcohol, hepatitis, at an increased risk of breast cancer, and at an increased risk of brain damage and more blackouts than men are. One study even suggests that the risk of these consequences increase with more alcohol consumption, even at very low levels of alcohol intake. So who should avoid drinking alcohol? Women who are, or may be pregnant, people younger than 21, people who have medical, certain medical conditions or are taking medications that can interact with alcohol. These could be like sedatives, sleeping pills, pain relievers, anti-anxiety medicines. Also recovering alcoholics or people unable to control the amount they drink should probably avoid alcohol. People who are doing things that require some kind of like skill, coordination, alertness should also avoid drinking alcohol. Women who are breastfeeding should talk to their healthcare provider about alcohol consumption. I mean, the CDC says that not drinking alcohol is the safest option for breastfeeding mothers, but they certainly do acknowledge that moderate consumption by a breastfeeding mother. So that's one drink per day. Is not known to be harmful for the infant, especially if the mom waits at least two hours after a single drink before nursing. But remember, you want to talk to your healthcare provider because they're going to be the ones that give you the best information. And note that with all the recommendations, if you currently don't drink, it's not really recommended for you to start to drink to get the health benefit. I think they think that the the risk of of starting to drink outweighs the health benefit that you would have. So now that we understand more about alcohol and its effect on women, let's talk about some tips and some ways to moderate or decrease the amount that you're, that you may be drinking right now. First off, don't drink on an empty stomach. Eating will help slow the absorption of alcohol. Next, start your first drink with a non-alcoholic beverage. It's kind of a way to slow yourself down a little bit. You may even want to alternate between alcoholic drinks and non-alcoholic drinks. So maybe if you're drinking a gin and tonic, maybe you drink a gin and tonic. And then the next thing that you drink is either water or some kind of soda. And then you go, you kind of go back and forth to slow the amount that you're drinking down a little bit. You could also choose lower calorie options or turn your drink into a spritzer. So if you're somebody who likes to drink wine, perhaps you Dilute it with some kind of soda or some seltzer or some sparkling water to kind of give you a little bit more water in that as opposed to just having a full on alcohol. You could also have days off when you don't drink at all. You know, I mentioned earlier that I used to do that, like, okay, this many days this week I'm not going to drink, or this will be the day that I don't drink. Maybe that's something that will work for you. And then lastly, consume a smaller amount when you go out drinking. Or maybe even have an an alcoholic beverage that has a lower alcohol content. Think about how you feel when you consume too much alcohol. And then think about how you would feel if you cut down. Do you think that that would help you have more energy? You would sleep better. You would be less depressed, less anxious. Your weight might be better controlled. You might have better immunity. Recognize this. This recognition may help you change whatever behavior you're doing right now or beliefs you have surrounding alcohol. In conclusion, having an occasional few drinks on a night out with friends or while you're on vacation isn't as concerning as consistent, prolonged, more than moderate alcohol use. The health benefit of alcohol is with moderate consumption, one drink a day, not with overconsumption. I will continue to talk about sensitive topics and share my feelings with you because I really want to have a space and a community where transparency, honesty, and imperfection are all normalized. This journey to self-care, wellness, and health, it's going to take you out of your comfort zone, but that's okay, right? Because growth and change come from discomfort and come from challenging yourself. Whole health is not an impossibility, but only you can make it happen. Remember to start where you're at. Making small changes that will lead you to your eventual goal is what we're after here. It's not about being perfect. It's about being 1% better each day. Be kind to yourself, friends. I'll see you next week. If you are concerned that either you or someone you love might have a drinking problem, consult your healthcare provider. I have also attached some resources in the show notes for you to refer to. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at WholeHealthEmpower.com or on Instagram at empower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.